Ayurveda teaches us that we are connected. We are not just victims of our experience, but we are participants. Being a part of nature means that we are influenced and constantly interacting with all the things around us. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the food we eat, the feelings we feel inside, but it's also about the environment and it comes down to how we're living our lives. So Ayurveda, and I mean, I'm just... I'm just focusing on like one section, but Ayurveda really gives detailed instruction across how to live your life. Mm. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a somewhat of an interview episode today. <laughs> we haven't done one in a while, so I figured I uh, find someone I could easily get a hold of and interview them about a topic that we really haven't talked about on this podcast before. And the topic is Ayurveda. 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 And the person I'm going to be interviewing is the one and only Shannon, my co-host. <laughs> Who is studying this specific approach to health and wellness? It is called Ayurveda. Ayurveda. All right. There you go. I'm going to say it about a half a dozen times. I'll probably get it wrong. Probably a half a dozen times. So, um, but yes, this very specific approach that Shannon is uh, getting educated on the on a day to day basis on um, as she goes through a training program. So she's going to share some of a give us a good little intro into this certain type of um, healthcare system, for lack of better words, and why uh, it's probably. A lot of people can be benefit from it nowadays. It's very holistic in my opinion, but I'm not going to go any further. She's going to give you the old lowdown on it. But before we jump into that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. You always put it so well. So you say something about for the old people or for the new new, new New listeners, listeners, welcome. And to the old listeners, welcome back. There we go. So, (laughs) so succinct. So simple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for all those listeners, whether old and new, uh, please let us know what you think about the podcast by leaving us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. We really do check those guys out. We do check out the ratings and reviews. Uh, We really appreciate us and it helps other people discover the podcast. So Mm -hmm. much love for that if you've done so or are prepared to do so. So let's go into training recaps. Mm. I know you're going to do a lot of talking today, so I'm going to jump in and start first with training recap. Okay. Uh, don't think I actually got four days in this week. With the start of the week being a holiday week, um, Monday I honestly took off in the morning. I mm. slept in, I should say. I didn't get up and normally do my bike like I normally do, so I think I was at least, I got two bikes in and two kettlebells in this week um but i also did some lifting on my off time so it was a productive week i would say so i felt definitely sore got to see my stretching lady this week 
Um, so I got a good stretch in, which was much needed. Um, and and also got another sauna session in. So everything still felt pretty good as far as exercise-wise. Um, so, but other than that, like my my training recap, that's about it. Nothing else to really report too much. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. No? Missed Monday, but other than that, I was pretty consistent throughout the week. So wouldn't that be four days? Four days. Yep. Yeah. True. Not quite the five days that I'm always looking for, but it was it was pretty consistent the days. My third, Tuesday through Friday, which, you know, we had this week a little shortened week because of the holiday. But what about you? How was your training this week? Uh, it was good. It was uh, after the previous week kind of being low energy from having a cold. Um, I feel like I got back into it this week and I did a couple spin days. I did the boot camp days. Mm -hmm. I did a few days um, where I actually did yoga or a couple days where I did yoga and something. Mm -hmm. And I tried to keep yoga as a part of like my weekday daily practice. And that made a huge difference because there is something to moving with intention and like with a flow that's really a nice way to start your day. Mm-hmm. So that that was really nice. I'm, I'm hoping to keep that going this week. I think I frequently think about yoga as something I do as one of the many sort of training sessions. But I'm trying to just think of it more as something daily. Right. And if I get in something additional, then great. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and you did booty boot camp. I know. I said that. I said boot camp. Oh, I didn't know if you meant one of your boot camp camp classes, like on the Peloton app or something like that. No, I did your boot camp. There we go. Your booty boot camp. That's right. That's right. Um, so that was another good, uh, a good, uh, we brought a new person in. Once again, a new person yeah, to the class. That, that was, was great. Fun. Who I think is coming back. So it's an old, an old new client. Some of one of my clients I trained years ago who came back and was looking to get back into working out. So she came to the Booty Boot Camp, which is always fun to uh, have new people introduced to that class. So, mm. all right. So, like I said, we're going to jump into our interview portion of this week's episode and I'm going to be interviewing Miss Shannon Palmer. Shannon Palmer, holy shit. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> it's like you just swore. You never heard yourself swear before. <laughs> I'm going to be interviewing Miss Shannon Birch. Mrs. Shannon Birch. What's wrong with me? No, it's like it's you, don't, you don't know that uh, I'm your wife. <laughs> so we are going to talk about Ayurveda. 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 I feel like there should be. There's not an it's R there. Spelled A Y U R V E D A. Yeah. Ayurveda. I should. Yeah. Literally translates to the science of life. All right. So, hey, you've already answered the first question. What is Ayurveda? <laughs> <laughs> now, no, so yes, let's uh, let's first we'll go. I think we'll reverse engineer. It. How did you get introduced to Ayurveda, and what interest, what kind of piqued your interest about pursuing this kind of this health coaching certification, or just this certification in general? 
So it's interesting because I was first introduced to Ayurveda when I was doing my teacher training for yoga. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people are introduced to Ayurveda at this point. It's it's like a two-hour lesson in a 200-hour course. That's that's what you get in terms of like your introduction to Ayurveda. Okay. And you do like this dosha quiz and you're just like, your mind is just swirling when someone says that, oh yeah, these, you know, this was created over 5,000 years ago. And your human brain just goes, Pah. like, I, I can't understand that. And I was not looking for... Um, what this offered. I was raised with Chinese medicine as really the main healthcare system. I wasn't looking for a deeper understanding of that or anything else. I was just doing a class as part of my yoga teacher training. Um, so it it didn't really resonate with me until Years later, um, I started to explore it more because I heard it coming up a lot more in topics that I was interested in and podcasts that I was interested in. And I was like, you know, I know what my dosha is and I get why that's important, that's helpful. But it wasn't until I started really reading about it and reading more about the ancient roots of Ayurveda that I started to really appreciate what it was. And I actually came upon, so we've never said this before, but I am actually currently in process of becoming a um, certified well-being coach. Well-being coach, okay. Yes, so it's a combination of three different certifications there's a health coach certification, there's a meditation coach certification, and then there's an actual coaching mm -hmm. certification, which gets more into the psychology of coaching. Um, and I really was drawn to this because I've never seen anything like it. I've seen tons of health coach certifications mm -hmm. and none of them hit the mark for me. I actually was drawn to this particular one because of the meditation component. And I, I really become a lot more interested in meditation because I, I basically believe it saved my life. Right. Um, and that part of it is where I really navigated and was, you know, was kind of drawn to. Once I started this course, it was like I, I actually described it earlier today to someone and I said it's like having these like mind-blowing little epiphanies like over and over and over again where these things that have happened in your life that have always just been swirling with questions there's just like this logical explanation that's not deeply complicated but like almost so simple that you're shocked you've never put it together before mm -hmm. And Is there anything that an example that sticks out to you? Um, it kind of deals a lot with just how Ayurveda looks at the world and how it, it essentially gives you a, a map or a guide 
to you as an individual that's completely personalized, that sounds really complicated, right? right. Like you, you would think science and the human body is so complex. How can anything do that? Right. But they managed to do it. <laughs> and they did it in a way where it unveils, it feels like someone gave you a guidebook to your life, mm. to your body. And it gives you a much deeper understanding so that you can start to tell when things are going wrong. There was symptoms that I've experienced during my life. There's a, like situations I've been in where I had a certain kind of reaction. And based off of like Ayurvedic principles, I get why I had those reactions mm-hmm. and why I had those symptoms, which... You know, most of us say, oh, life's a mystery and it's just magic sparkles and sunshine. So there's one thing I noticed because obviously we've talked about this at length while you're doing your education. And, you know, you talked about some of the the practical stuff as being a coach, which you kind of have to um, offer or put your students through, for lack of better words. And you kind of talk, mentioned it several times, the dosha kind of quiz. Is that something that is kind of like at, at the start of this all? Or, I mean, does it go, is there something before then and it leads into that? I mean, how how's, how is that in the kind of, or how is that used in this whole process? Or what, it, what is it and how is it used, maybe? Yeah, so let me back up a little bit mm-hmm. and... First, explain what Ayurveda is. Mm -hmm. Maybe a good Um, place to start. Sure. So Ayurveda is a a health care system for a very simplistic term. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually made up of eight different branches. Eight. It's internal medicine, eyes, ears, nose, throat, surgery, toxicology, pediatrics, rejuvenation, fertility, and psychology. Now, mind you, this whole thing was created prior to written history. So there were these, um, like, sages, these, honestly, they were a bunch of men. Um, yeah, they and were. <laughs> Stop <What>? it. <laughs> This is not a positive. What? Um, But there were these men who dedicated their entire lives to understanding life and working to balance themselves and improve their health so that they could reach a higher level of consciousness. And what they... I mean, they these are people that essentially created the foundations of healthcare as we know it today across many cultures. <clears throat> so Vedic philosophies and, and principles and <laughs> Ayurveda really served as a foundation for a lot of other ancient healthcare systems. Because people from all over the world, back then it was like, you know, from Europe and um, Asia and all these different places, they would come to where these Vedics were, which I guess is kind of like in the India area mm-hmm. of, the, of the world. And they would come to like study and just be with these people. 
And finally, like 5,000 years ago, they started writing this down. It used to just be passed along word of mouth. Right. And people, yeah, people would like apprentice and they'd become this. And so this, these teachings ended up spreading across the world, the ancient world, and became worked into their own systems. So I understood like Chinese medicine and I saw a lot of similarities in Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, but I never understood why. And it was really interesting kind of uncovering that because Ayurveda teaches us that we are connected. We are not just victims of our experience, but we are participants. Being a part of nature means that we are influenced and constantly interacting with all the things around us. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the food we eat, the feelings we feel inside, but it's also about the environment and it comes down to how we're living our lives. So Ayurveda, and I mean, I'm just, I'm just focusing on like one section, but Ayurveda really gives detailed instruction across how to live your life mm. so that you are it's I mean it's very personalized it's very much focused on preventative health care um, and it's very practical but like I said it's it's about being a participant in your own health so it's aiming for balance which is something that being brought up in in Chinese medicine was familiar is mm. all about you know energetic balances and balance for ayurveda is it's all grounded in the doshas which are i like to describe them as categories of characteristics so they knew way back what almost feels like the beginning of time that they, every human was different and that every human was made up of, you know, made up of a different sort of mix. But essentially the same things make us all up. Mm-hmm. And they came down to the, the understanding that we are made up of five main elements. Space, air, fire, water, and earth. And, I mean, anybody who's seen, like, captain planet or you know like superhero you know there's like main elements that most of us are familiar with and these elements all have certain characteristics to them and each set of those characteristics sort of they come in pairs so the doshas are essentially the pairs of those elements They found that people have different mixtures of each of these pairs. And it it happens these ways to the point where that natural, like your natural predisposition. So like when you're a child, you are very much like unconditioned, just raw human. You are in yourself 
more than you probably will be for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. you know, for a large portion of your life where you get conditioned and influenced by things, right? So when you think back to that time, we were genetic code and it shows up in certain characteristics, physical, mental, you're naturally predisposed to be a certain way to have certain capabilities, not saying like you can't learn new ones, but even to some extent, some of your learning is, is a characteristic, the style at which you learn, the mm -hmm. pace at which you learn. So that's what the doshas really come down to. It's the pairing, like each, there's three doshas. One is vata, one mm -hmm. is pitta, and one is kapha. And vata is the space in air. And there's a lot more detail to it, but there's physical traits and then there's mental kind of emotional traits that make up each of these. Pitta is the second and then that is fire and water. And then Kapha is earth and water. Hmm. And every single one of us has a combination of these three doshas but they show up in different amounts. So you can have a predominant dosha and that is, you know, you just align with those two elements and that is you fully. Um, I spoke with someone earlier that was, that has two main doshas. Um, there are actually people that are also equally tridoshic. It's super rare, but it's, it's possible. And all it means is that when you are in balance, these doshas are represented this way. What they really provide you is a map on how to bring yourself back into balance. Mm -hmm. And it gives you insight because every imbalance for each dosha, and everybody can, explain, can experience imbalance, across all of the doshas regardless of what their blend is so you start to learn what those imbalances look like and based off of your kind of your predisposition you also start understanding why you experience imbalances you understand how to bring it back into balance and you use this whole toolbox to help you do that Mm -hmm. And in my coaching, it's down to these six pillars of health. So that's, I mean, that's Ayurveda. That's where the doshas come right. in. And doshas are, they're not just, they don't just apply to people. They are elements. They are attached to seasons. So like summer is a season of pitta. It is hot. It is fiery. It's intense but there's also lots of life bursting forth. And it can be, you know, to the intensity of kind of the weather, hurricanes and all these different things. You go into the winter, you head more into a vata kapha season. Kapha being more on the spring, vata being more on the fall transitional seasons. Um, but you find all three of the seasons represented or all three of the doshas represented in the seasons. And you start putting these doshic characteristics because of the elements that they represent. Mm -hmm. 
they kind of spread across a lot of different um, parts of life. So the doshas are, like you said, it's from my initial perception, the dosha quiz is something you give somebody like right off the bat. Like if you were else, I mean, from what you've gathered so far in your program, yeah, the dosha quiz is kind of like a step one in when you're working with a client. Yeah, so it's, I actually like to give it to someone before I've really gone into deep discussion about each of the doshas, Mm -hmm. because just human nature, we try to attach ourselves to something, and then we immediately characterize something as like, oh, I don't want to be that, I want to be this, like good, bad. There is no good, bad. So it's just an understanding of what makes you. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good to, like, when I first did it, I had the understanding. They explained, they did the quiz at the end of class. And the whole class, I was like, oh, I already know what I am. And I was wrong, by the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> and I took it later, um, like, this year, and I was like, holy crap. No wonder I was so out of whack. Like, I was thinking I was, I was something else. Right. So now where are you going now? Where are you at this point? Where are you at in the program? So I am heading towards my health coach certification. Um, I am probably like two thirds of the way through all of my certification course. I've already completed like an enrichment course, the foundations. I have already done like my initial, like I've already found someone to volunteer themselves as like a guinea pig. And I do that. I have to take an exam. I have um, like hours. I have to log kind of like talking about this. And um, I also have to submit a video of me coaching. There you go. Can you submit this podcast or something? I know, right? Why not, right? It's, that, that would be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. They'd probably be like, oh gosh. So after health coaching goes to the meditation? Then I get into the meditation certification. Yeah. Have you seen anything into that yet? That's already started. I'm still still trying to push through. Thankfully, this whole thing is self-paced. Right. It's a lot of time, like many hours for each of these sections. Um, And I I underestimated how much time I think it was going to take and like what it really felt like. But... It's just so freaking interesting because I'm doing this through the Chopra Institute. And the thing I love about the Chopra Institute is that it's all based in science. Mm -hmm. It's ancient wisdom applied and proven by modern science. Mm. It is just so fascinating. And it's incredible to hear, like, you know... Even just about like the study of the human genome, that is new science. What they're finding supports what Ayurveda has been saying, which Mm -hmm. is you have the control over your health through your lifestyle. Your genes, only 5% of disease-related gene mutations, which turn into, you know, like the actual diseases and things, um, are fully, they call it penetrant, um, which means that they just, they have that gene 
you guaranteed to get the disease. Right. That means 95% of your genes, it is through your lifestyle and your experiences on whether or not you are going to like have that gene show up in a certain way. Mm-hmm. That shows we have a lot more control over our bodies than we even, I think, thought we did. Wow. It's interesting. Yeah. So now you go to from actually, obviously, done health coaching, then meditation, and then after that you mentioned, is there a third one? Or you've done the first There one? is a actual coaching certification. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So uh, that will finish up, and all three of those combined makes me a well-being coach. All right. So it is when you talk about holistic meditation is one of the tools right. that you use. So that's one of the reasons, and it's I mean it's one I think most people struggle with, especially right. today, but probably desperately needs. So that's why it gets its own certification. <clears throat> Makes sense, and I am excited to have you keep us updated on your program. <laughs> that was a good little introduction to. Ayurveda. <gasps> Boom! You nailed, nailed it. it. Man, that's got me pumped. The fact that I was able to nail the word <laughs> That should get Ayurveda. you pumped. It took me a while to learn how to say it, too. Speaking of what's got us pumped, let's get into what has got us pumped. It's very redundant. Hey. <laughs> let's, let's beat people over the head I'll let you go first <laughs> for what's got you pumped. Um. Yes. Well, I think falls into line. I did my very first coaching session with someone today Mm -hmm. and it's something we've been trying to organize for weeks and it's just kind of keeps getting rescheduled push back rescheduled push back and it was so fun like it's one thing to learn about these things and apply it to my life it is a totally different thing to share this with someone else and teach them to apply it to their own. And there's something phenomenal when someone else has that sort of little mind explosion of an epiphany and says, well, damn, that makes sense. And really is interested in kind of the next step. So I did this with um, actually my friend Katie, Mm -hmm. who has listened to this podcast Mm -hmm. over the years and has been very huge supporter um and she's she's my first my first guinea pig nice and we have always like we've kind of talked about health related things for a while but i haven't had a chance to be a coach to her in this sort of a more formalized setting even though it's not formal right so it's it is fun it's for me it's way more fun getting to apply it to someone else yeah. even than it is just learning and just lead, learning on the laptop yeah. I bet yeah <clears throat> that's cool um so what's got me pumped is I started using a new supplement literally I took my first dose tonight I guess a new old supplement it's kind of a I'm taking a new product or I guess yeah new line of products mm-hmm. I'm taking a combination of a vitamin D and a omega-3 liquid Mm. supplement 
just and I'm still taking my care of right now, but I might be just going solely to this. And the reason that uh, I chose this product specifically and this per uh, company is that I heard about a website that ranks the purity of uh, fish oil supplements. Mm -hmm. So uh, I heard uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who we mentioned on the podcast before, she mentioned a website uh, called IFOS, which is the International Fish Oil Standards. Um, and yes. basically they have a website, certifications.nutrisource.ca, and you can look up different companies to see um, the purity of the product and if, what kind of heavy metals does it have in it. Okay. And actually if the amounts of said supplement, whether it mostly is omega-3s, um, if they have enough in, they actually have what they advertise in the product. Right. So they're kind of a secondhand um, company or a secondhand company that tests these products to make sure they're legit or not. Yeah. And uh, I ended up getting a Carlson brand uh, fish oil. It is uh, Carlson. You guys might have seen them in like um, healthcare stores and stuff like that. They have a bunch of different products, but their main thing is. Um, Fish oils and they did they do a lot of liquid vitamin products and and uh, capsules, uh, but I would say fish oil is probably their big one. They do a lot of D three ones, and I happened to get one uh, that was a combination of both. So I heard uh, in that in that same podcast I heard about uh, or learned about IFOS uh, from Dr. Rodney Patrick. She talked about a lot about how uh, how beneficial omega threes are to you know health and well-being and things like that so i was like oh i think i need to check on mine and i checked looked for the care of basically vitamins and they weren't on the list so i was like oh let me mm -hmm. try something that's on the list i think it's going to be actually i don't know we'll see if it's more affordable or not but it's pretty affordable i got a, a bottle with i think about 50 doses in it um for 27 dollars which so, is Probably about the same as what you were paying for. Yeah, because I mean, like I play, I pay per too. month. Yeah, for my whole package, it's about forty-three. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to try to go with this now that I know this. This is a pretty pure product, so I might be switching up and just using this as my 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 vitamin D and my fish oil supplement. Because, mm. like I said, the purity thing, especially when you're talking about fish oil, is a huge thing. Because, yeah, I mean, you want to get <laughs> you want to get a product that comes from fish, so you want to make sure it's pure. Because obviously, pollutants is a big thing um, in seafood products. So, yeah. I want to make sure I could get it, something as healthy as possible, and that's actually says what's advertised on the supplement label, Word. which is huge because yeah. supplements not FDA regulated. Don't forget that, people. Mm. Okay, <laughs> so. Really, this whole episode's got me pumped. We learned about what's got us pumped. We learned about Ayurveda. Nailed it. You yes. got it. I think and you got it. we learned about our training recaps for the week. Yeah. So, if you guys are pumped about this episode, please leave us a rating and review in the Apple Podcast or your preferred podcast app. <laughs> and really a lot of, a lot of syllables A lot of P's. Mm-hmm. You got anything else for him tonight? No. No? 
This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Ready? Five, four. Thanks for stopping by and checking out. Rewind. <laughs> 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 <laughs>